Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, good afternoon, welcome to Redmen News, I am Ross Challenge, the man joining me is Errol Smith, uh, going to take you through some Liverpool news, rumours and a bit of Bernardo Silva chat, uh, funny <laughs> enough, uh, we'll get towards that towards the end. Um, Errol, uh, nice little weekend of sport, Twitter was, was glorious, considering Liverpool never played. Um, Did you even kick a ball mate and it was a belter? Thoroughly entertaining. Um, we're going to start off with where we left off on Friday. Errol, uh, me and Chris, sorry, was uh, some Thiago chat. Uh, when Liverpool are expected to move to Thiago after agreeing a four-year deal, Liverpool claims to have agreed a four-year deal by the midfielder Thiago Alcantara, but will not, uh, any move will not be finalised until the Champions League ends. Um, after Bayern Munich's display, it looks like they're just going to absolutely wipe that and win. Uh, but RMC Sports, Mohamed Bouhapsi, uh, was a strong track record when it comes to reporting transfers has claimed earlier in the day that a deal had been agreed between the Spaniard and his prospective club. Um, where, where are you up to with this, Errol? Um, because, because of what happened last week and we discussed on Friday, because the reports are, are kind of coming from Germany, there's been a common theme of like, of recent times where Liverpool have made transfers, go Salah, Fabinho, some others. Yeah, like, the, the F word. Yeah, <laughs> they come from what the club are where the reports have come from the, the, the country where the, the player is playing. Playing, yeah. It seems pretty legit. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm quite, like, as I say, I'm, I think it's been circulating now since pretty much we wrapped up the, the league title. You kind of heard rumours of it and it was bubbling under. Um, the profile of the player, I think he probably suits what Klopp's looking for. I think for a while we've kind of been missing that, like, needly player, maybe a bit of a, another one that can complement Akita in a way or kind of similar to what Coutinho might have been able to offer us. Uh, again, I think... I love the fact that, you know, Klopp's now at a club where we can raid buying players and it's not the other way around. <laughs> I think that's a really, I think that's a really nice predicament for him to be in. So I, I'm excited because the money sounds like it's going to be a good deal as well. Like, look, you know, I think most people probably watched the weekends where for footy and, and seen the quality that that buying team have and possess and to be able to... They seem to be happy to let him go as long as we meet their agreed, you know, uh, price for him in the market, which is, I think, is it about twenty-seven million or something like that? That's the rumor and all they're talking about. So, for under thirty million to get a player of his quality, uh, you know, I think that sends quite a good statement, and it is a good bit of business if we if we are able to get it over the line. Yeah, and to be all fairness, I don't know about a fitness test or uh, you know one of them that he's going to have to do, but he looks pretty fit to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we play really well. The medical. Um, we said this on Friday as well because there was a report that Liverpool work on Genie's contract as well. But as this goes on, because I was talking to someone at the weekend, 
I think I'm growing concerned that Gini won't stay. Mm. So ultimately, mm. is is fine if you're getting someone like Thiago in, but like, I want to be in a position where we've got both of them. Both of them, yeah. I, I'm the exact same, mate. If I if I'm just looking at it with a pure Liverpool tint on, I don't want any other team to have Gini or anything. I I just want to keep. I want to keep that midfield that we've got because it's so dependable. You can rely on them in the big games. And don't get me wrong, I feel like there is there is a real shout for having a different midfield setup and a different midfield dynamic that can hit the same sort of levels and performances that the, other, the old guard, let's call them the old guard, can do. But I think there's still a lot of quality in Gini Wijnaldum. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him to go anywhere, do you know what I mean? As long as we can make him happy with the contract offer and pay him the money that he deserves as well. Because look what he's done for us in the last two years. He, is, he was one of our most played midfielders this year. I don't see how you can have one of your most... You, you lynch him one of the most integral parts of your midfield and just let them go the season that we've accomplished what we have. I, it wouldn't sit right with me. Um, I'm a big fan of Genie Wijnaldum. I think he's an excellent, excellent... And I've been saying it for ages. If my man had a pair of glasses and dreadlocks, he'd be getting called Edgar Davids Mark II. Yeah. And I think he's criminally underrated, Genie Wijnaldum. But I just want them both. Um, there's reports that Thiago's actually found a house in Liverpool and apparently Tom said something in the comments. Uh, someone's cousin knows that postman and knows which house. So, you know, uh, stay tuned for more of that and flight tracking and all that stuff in the next couple of weeks. Uh, something else which was interesting, Errol, I mentioned that the reports coming from, you know, the countries of the respective player where they were playing football. But also I see a lot of, like, our national journalists, you know, like uh, Maddox or, you know, the usuals, Joyce and all that stuff kind of reporting yeah. that Liverpool aren't going to get him. Um, but it was interesting, Paul uh, Paul Gorst uh, published a piece the other day that kind of said, you know, there's this loose links between what happened with Nicolas Pepe and you know, it was all Liverpool, Nicolas Pepe, that was going to happen, yeah, Thomas yeah, Lamar yeah. Was, was another one. And I think I think they've been getting a bit of shit and I, I just wanted to say, because I feel a bit, a bit sorry for them, the fact that, you know, they go and ask the club and the club go, no, it's not happening. So they did then report that because that's what they're told. Club, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, because the club are so, so, tight, they don't want anyone to know what, what's going on, they want to keep the business to themselves, which you get, but when you see contrary reports from, you know, a build or, you know, Fabrizio Roman going, oh, this is happening, you yeah. can't think, you're just trying to seek the truth, I suppose, aren't you? But, you know, those those echo journalists and others are just getting loads of shit because they're essentially just getting told what the club are telling them, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, and there's, there's no harm in it. I think they, they help our fan base on, on, on Merseyside kind of keep level-headed and, and realistic. We've had it a few years down the line where we've had you know, high-profile players rumoured and linked to to remove to us, and the fanfare just gets get, kind of gets carried away with themselves. We all think we've got the next world beater, and you know, we've we've replaced Coutinho. And the best bit of business I I can remember us doing um in, in in a while, maybe not necessarily the best bit of business, but the way that we kind of um it materialised was the Fabinho deal. All right, yeah, we've lost the Champions League. Couple twenty-four hours, forty-eight hours later, Fabinho's there with the shirt. Welcome to Liverpool, kind of vibe. It wasn't so even that. Few... It was two hours, mate. <laughs> was I remember it? because I went, I went for a walk and like got notifications on for certain things. I was like about two hours away from my house. I was like, oh my god, it's dead sound. If you're a fan, like that's how I'd want news to come through. Yeah, like, yeah. Before we build up, but when you've got to, you've got to write about it, and you've got to be, you know, got to be on top of socials. You know, sat yeah, on the bench, just, like working for an hour. It's an impossible task. That, like, I didn't think yeah. of it from like those perspectives. But as a fan, it's just really refreshing to be like, here's a world class player that we're bringing in. There's not been the hysteria. There's not been the rumor mill, and we've just produced them. Like, it, it's here. He signed. Now get excited about what he could bring to the club, and I think. I think for the, the guys over at the Echo, I think it's trying to find that balance because obviously, as you said, they've spoken to the club and then your club's official party line for the time being as well. No, we're, we're not making. And I think 
you know, it, it's open to a little bit of interpretation there when the clubs are doing that because on all levels, it's just part of the game. I think that Maurizio, whatever his name is, he's always talking about the posture in between clubs and the way that they, they'll push out a particular message in one space and then they'll go and negotiate in another space. It's because they want to be able to get the best deal for the player. And if Liverpool are doing that and protecting their interests and not kind of putting all their eggs into one basket and they say, oh yeah, we're, we're in for them and letting the Germans know, oh, well, we've got Liverpool by the balls now. Yeah. Yeah, Mike uh, is, is after, isn't he? Exactly. Um, one person who might be leaving on a permanent deal is Marco Gruwich. Uh, he's returned for training. Obviously, all the lads are over in Austria. I think there's Trent and there was one other person uh, who aren't training because they're injured. Um, but there's reports that he might make a full-term move to, to Germany. Um, mm -hmm. But they're going to see how he gets on in Austria. That's another option. Um, but he could make a return to Hertha. Just someone who... I'm not sure that he's not he's not kicked on arrow, but... but He's not had his chances, as he? And again, we talk about that midfield. You're seeing a, a Thiago coming in and a Genie does stay, for example. If you're Marco Gorich, you're thinking, you know, I'm not going to get Tammy. How many times can they come on, fella? Go out on loan and then come back. Yeah. I, I, I feel a little bit sorry for him because I think when Klopp first got him, he probably thought within two years you'll be ready for the type of system that I'll be looking to play. And ultimately, that hasn't happened. I think it's, it's fair to say he's probably not progressed enough. And I think the evolution of our team and our midfield especially has evolved in, in such a way over the last 18 to 24 months that he wouldn't fit into it anymore. I don't think he, he naturally slots into any of those three positions the way that they've done. Don't get me wrong, I know the, the fans over here for Berlin and, and the, the club, they rarely rate him. You know, he, he's held in high regard over there as a player. But I just think he's, he's just a little bit short of what we need. And don't get me wrong, he's... For me, I've always liked, and again, it's that Liverpool thing of wanting to have the best players for every competition. Like, he's the exact type. He's like, yeah, it's a sheer bear. The way we had him for the League Cup this year and stuff like that. It, I would almost want Guri to be that sort of player where you just know when it comes to a League Cup game, you can bring him in, whether it's the third round or the semi-finals, and you know the competition that you're going to be facing. He's going to be equipped to deal with it. I think that's his level. But there's not enough of a season to stay at Liverpool just to play the League Cup. So you've kind of got to respect the fact that he's going to go to pastures new. And to be fair, we'll probably recoup the money that we had paid for him back anyway by now, definitely. So it's not been a bad investment. Sometimes you've got to have players like that. It's a bit of the Chelsea market, isn't it? Just having players and just seeing what comes good. It's business, isn't it? They can all go towards Sancho next season. Um, our final news story. Um... You're really staring at today, <laughs> Bernardo Silva slams pathetic Liverpool fans. Everybody would have seen this by now. Uh, it's just slightly hilarious. Obviously, if you didn't know, Manchester City got knocked out of Europe. Um, which you again. again, you just, just cut out there. I missed that last Sorry. little bit. Manchester City were knocked out of Europe again. Um, <laughs> spent all that money on um, Carabao Cup was was all that money that I paid for. Uh, but he said the. Um, he said it was to all Liverpool fans that have nothing else to do than come to a Man City player account. I'm sorry for you, but for the wrong reasons. Pathetic. Got to celebrate your titles or try to find a partner. Drink a beer with a friend. Read a book. There's more options. Uh, Liverpool fans decided not to take that advice, Errol. Uh, and I just saw my timeline, which just loads of quote tweets. I had a, little, a bit of fun on Twitter on, on the Revenant account, on my own account with it as well. Like, But it, on, on a serious note, it just kind of sums up the, the mindset we were talking about before the news show. Kind of like, you know, and there's been comparisons on Twitter as well, like when we've lost, you know, a Champions League, or you know, we missed out on the title last season or two seasons or whatever it is now, you know. And it's Van Dyke, you know, 
gracious in defeat, you know, mm. we will we'll go again. Trent, thank you for all your support and all this stuff. And it's like him and Laporte just tweeting stuff. It's like, you just don't help yourself. No, they don't. I think Bernardo Silva especially needs to give his head a wobble. Like, he, he, he fully needs to just take a little bit of time, stay in Lisbon, stay with the family, you know, recoup. And just and, and 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 just actually think about the things that you're putting out there and saying. Even the the little thing for me is go and celebrate your titles. That line in itself kind of says it all. It's just the kind of thing that he knows in himself that there is levels again, and we always say that there's levels to the shit. And Liverpool, in, when it comes to being a European royalty, we are just an, amongst that alumni, and that's all City have really wanted. And I feel like. City players have become fans of their own hype in that respect and we believe that they deserve to be there. But the one thing about our players, they realise that they played for a club that deserved to be there, but they had to be the team themselves to get to that level and deserve it. And they, they've earned that over two, three years in Europe now. Whereas this City team, again, as we were saying before, they're, they're entitled. They're a bunch of entitled players that are paid ridiculous wages that feel like they can beat anyone. And on the day, they probably can but Safdie wasn't that day, and I'm absolutely made up. Leon just took it. was just a smashing grab, a proper classic smashing grab. It goes both ways as well, doesn't it? Because obviously, you know, we all know we got knocked out of the Champions League by Atletico Madrid, which yeah. has been the last three months. Of, you know, people were applying to players, tweets, or the, you know, the club account of like, you know, gifts of Morata celebrating all that stuff. It's like that sound that happens, like, it's not a shock to us, you know what I mean? But then, like, the player must expect that as well. And I said before, he never helped himself with the guard of honour. No breaking abuse in, you know, his teammate. And then yeah. <laughs> never helped himself. I think it was his birthday earlier on this week or like last week or something. And he's like, oh, it's my birthday. But all I want from a real birthday present would be the Champions League. And then they went out to that clip was doing the rounds. Like, <laughs> oh, that's quality. That's why I think he to go give his head a wobble. I, I feel, I don't, I don't feel sorry for those City players. Those City players, uh, they're going to, you know, whether they say it or not, they're going to come back and they're going to be a, a really difficult force and a team to beat next season. But just the fact that I feel the setup was designed for them to win this year. They had beat the, you know, the court of arbitrations. They had beaten the case and bus case. And he was like, yeah, we can play Champions League again for the next. I thought that was the most motivation that he was ever going to need to go and beat a team like Leon. And the tits off work, nearly done right. Um, we're going to do a bit more in depth on that actually this afternoon. Yeah. With Steve and Emma Sanders, we're going to talk about um, why Pep does change his tactics for European games. Manchester City going out. Manchester United also went out of Europe last night as well. <laughs> So I mean, we didn't even kick a ball and it was a belter we can't have yeah. um, well that's going to be the RevenTV.com uh, it's £5 there a month come, come and have a look if you don't like it just sack it off uh, on Thiago Stephen Somerville says having Thiago at Liverpool will be boosted in the field was really impressive against Barcelona in the all way Norman Fernie or Fernay how do you pronounce that uh, Thiago's such a quality player his long passing is so great imagine sending long balls over the top to our front three uh, and Tombro80 says what besides Thiago what takes a season from to get used to the Premier League we're basically paying 30 mil to 30, 31 year old uh, with not much retail value. That's a, it's an important point, actually. Mm. So, like, Jimmy Cass comes in, I don't think we'll, we'll see him for quite a while because, you know, Robertson, Chamberlain, Fabinho, all these players, you know, like the comment says, you take time to kind of bed in. I don't think that's the same case. Or like I don't personally either. With someone of his quality, yeah. experience, uh, and kind of what he's won. Yeah. I, think, I think when we search for players of that calibre, who aren't a, a typical FSG sign, shall we call, because he's ready to come into the squad. Yeah, I think it was even like, like 
it's a little bit before, but you, you got the same out of Milner, really, in some respects. Milner was that level and quality of a player that when he, when he came in, he didn't really need that much time to adjust. You just said, this is the role I want you to play today. And he went and played it to his best of his ability. And it was, at the time, good enough for the level we was at. If now we've improved in this level, but we get a gem like um, Thiago in there, and you just say, right, play in that position and just bring us the best that you can, I think he'll still be able to offer and add something to our to our balance at the moment as a team. I I think he's got he's got it in his locker to just come and just kind of hit the ground running. I think you know there's going to be plenty of games next season as well, so he'll definitely get the opportunities wherever it's going to be the Prem or the Champions League. I've got no no qualms about that. And therefore, the expectation of him is going to be pretty high as well. So he's going to have to be yeah. running. Uh, some final comments uh, on Silver. The Anfield Lark says we could rant about their fans, but they don't have any. Uh, I think Benwet is the GOAT, says LFC fans live rent free in Silver's head. Strong yeah. as says, uh, after not clapping our guard of honour, he has the audacity to call us pathetic. And say no more, says the same guy who didn't respect the guard of honour, the same guy who was singing was not winning the Premier League. And it was also the thing on the, on the plane as well, just, you know, City fans, uh, City players singing about Liverpool when, you know, on the plane, just like, fuck it. Calm, calm as a bitch, bro. Yeah. Like literally, karma is a bitch, and you know you can't. I, I again, I think that that last comment there sums it all up. All the things that he's been doing, the little slide, the little indirects. When you come back and bite you on the arse, you kind of just got to hold your hands up and on, just kind of be humble. But, what a uh, karma is a bitch. What a lovely way to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back on Friday with some more news. Hopefully, an update on Thiago Alcantara and which house that he may or may not have bought, which plane he may or not be getting, uh, or even with Bayern Munich in the final. We'll have to wait another week. But we'll see you soon. Ta-ra.